Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderplue, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up everybody and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. Not recording. Um, try to not like kick sure. the bottom of the table cool. and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, it yeah. Scoot your chair out annoyingly. Yeah. 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 Just loud sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Welcome to the Rotating Tap Podcast. Hello, hi, welcome. Uh, my name is Corey David. I'm Steve Vanderplug. And we are here at Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery in Denver, Colorado, one of the best breweries in town. Uh, we're here with uh, Alyssa and Chad. Can you guys just uh, say hello? Hello. Hello. Wonderful. You guys nailed it. So we're off yes. to a burning start. Uh, <laughs> well, we're excited to be here. Uh, obviously, can't ignore uh, what's going on right now, um, just with what's happening with COVID. Coronavirus. Yeah, I corona. Uh, and everybody's having to stay inside, so we're happy to have some uh, CDC-compliant uh, social contact. Uh, we've got the mic cord stretched out to max capacity. We're socially distanced yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. But it will be nice to actually talk to some people besides my dog, uh, so that'll be great. <laughs> really nice. Uh, so we usually start the podcast out with a couple things, and the first being, uh, tell us a joke. Uh, so I know we just kind of planted that on you this morning, but let's see what you guys have. Yeah. All right. This might be a little bit too like brewer nerdy, but um, <laughs> what does lactobacillus in the brewery and coronavirus have in common? Nobody wants them. <laughs> you don't know you have it until it's too late. Yeah. Nice. nice. I like it. That's a good one. This imperial stout got yeah. infected, yeah. so now it is a sour yeah. stout. Exactly. Yeah. That's what everybody wants. I like it. I like it. It's good. Nice. I don't all know. Right. What'd you got? I, I, I sprung I, it on Chad like literally 10 yeah, minutes I ago. So. For this. Do you have any, <laughs> you don't have do a stock have joke? Any. I am terrible at jokes, but I, I, I'm, I'm rather funny, but I terrible at jokes. <laughs> you put me on a spot for jokes, I'm bad. So yeah. I apologize, but right, well, I'll make think, it up later. If you think of anything yeah. later. I will. Maybe something will come to me. Yeah. <laughs> you can always just talk shit about Corey too. Just make fun of him. Yeah, we'll it's count. really easy. Cool. Oh, that's loud. Yeah. Nice. I'll try to tee some stuff up for you. We'll probably pick on you guys too, if that's okay. Good. It's oh, pretty yeah. easy. I expect it. Uh, one of the things that comics are always expected to do is put together what they call a tight five, and that's basically your best material, a little bit about you in less than five minutes. Uh, so just tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, um, how you came to be at Jagged, and kind of what you do here. Yeah, for sure. So I started out as um, just a home brewer with my husband. He's actually here, not on the mic. Um, but we started homebrewing together, um, started winning a bunch of awards, for our home brews, and I was getting pretty burned out in the career that I had, so I thought that I might as well change careers and pursue something that I actually like really enjoyed. Um, so went to school at Regis University for their craft brewing program. Um, I my first job was at a little brewery called Mew Brewery that was on Colfax, now closed. Oh, um, if they reopen, it'll be Mew too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, worked there for a little under a year and then started my first like really serious brewing job at Lone Tree Brewing Company. I was there for two years and um, decided that I kind of wanted to branch out and be a head brewer. Um, so the first job I applied for was here at Jagged Mountain and lucky for me, I got it. 
Nice. nice. <laughs> they were like, damn it, we need somebody bad who applied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Chad, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got into this industry about, uh, I'd say, about 10 years ago uh, or so now, uh, hosting beer festivals um, and started out doing beer festivals in Denver and Boulder, um, some kind of smaller, uh, more intimate 30 brewer festivals. And then uh, we ramped it up and took it to kind of a national level and started hosting essentially GABF-sized beer festivals all over the country. Um, and then when that kind of started to wash up, uh, we uh, split it, and I uh, came over here to Jagged Mountain, and that was about almost seven years ago now. We opened in November of 2013. I started here in September of 2013, uh, just helping put this place together and uh, put the final uh, touches on the tap room mostly. And then uh, we opened up in November, and I've been here ever since as general manager. Thanks. It does look beautiful in here. You guys have an Thank awesome you. tap room. Were the flowers your choice too? No, actually, that is uh, Rachel, our taproom manager. We uh, painted the poles like aspen oh, trees. Yeah, and, that. Uh, that is cute. Yeah, so we, we got to get some more. This is stage one, but they look pretty cool. Feels like I'm really outdoors, yeah, at I'm least as close as I can in the current yeah. state of affairs. Right, I know. <laughs> and I don't have to go to parks, but we can see the aspen trees. Yeah, we exactly. Can, we can look at concrete <laughs> poles painted like trees with little flowers yeah. at the top. That's nice. Close enough, I'll take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll take anything at this point. If I hug it on the way out, Yeah. just don't judge me. Yeah. yeah, so, I, I mean, what have you guys been doing to pass the time? now that things have kind of changed a lot i mean Alyssa, have you been home brewing at all uh have you been just like antsy to kind of make some beer and just like let's get the bucket out again and yeah. see yeah honestly like i i've been talking about dusting off our homebrew equipment and doing that maybe tomorrow but i'm lucky enough that my my previous job before brewing was um i was a vet tech for 10 years oh cool um so i am lucky also lucky to have a really good connection with the clinic that I used to work for here. Um, and they saw that I was, you know, temporarily out of work and they said, Hey, we have a couple of people out. Why don't you come and do some relief work for us? So I'm so thankful. Luckily I'm able to make a little bit of money yeah, uh, cool. during this time and stay busy. So it's good. I'm yeah. not feel free to Venmo me at Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Plus you can uh, test all your home brews out on the animals at the vet clinic. Right. Yeah. yeah. See what Dogs they... love beer. Yeah. yeah honestly, <laughs> they might be the best R and D test that you have. Cause if your dog just doesn't like something, there's not going to eat it. Oh yep. yeah. Or drink it. Yeah. Anything for that matter. Yeah. And, uh, we've been open here at the brewery. So my job has been, uh, to staff this place, uh, solo for the past. Um, I guess we're going on two weeks now. So yeah, you're um, here all by yourself for the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're open seven days a week, uh, selling beer two to seven to go stuff only. Obviously, um, I've still been working in the back a little bit, finishing up some stuff on the production side that was in in uh, different phases. So we were kind of finishing up some stuff and releasing some new beers when we can to try to keep things going. But yeah. But yeah, it's been rather lonely around here. How many times have you been tempted to just work with your pants off? Like, like everybody else I mean, the bar's doing... high enough. The bar's high enough. How do you know it like hasn't already happened? It'd be real awkward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What you yeah. can't see it's is that he happened. actually doesn't yeah. have any pants on right now. Yes. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore. Yeah, kind of a nice surprise. Well, you guys are still offering uh, to-go beers. Yeah. Are you doing delivery at all or no? No, but we're probably gonna kicking it off. Um, it kind of seems like after the lockdown went into full effect, we've we've definitely seen a decline in business, which sure. was expected. So yeah. I think we'll just uh, we'll probably end up going with that model just to make it a little easier because we want to keep moving beer out the door and. Like if that's our option, then that's our option. We're that's one it. thing I really hope sticks around after all this is over is like you can order a beer and pizza and just have it come right to your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the delivery thing, apparently they only allowed to go until like April 18th or something like that. Uh, but I think they're going to, I hope they're going to extend, extend it that. because yeah. right yeah. now we're still like 
six weeks out from our yeah. our date is <laughs> in Denver. So do you just stand by the window and wave at people as they <laughs> pretty much <laughs> as they walk? Yeah, by? yeah. Come in. You don't even have to buy anything. Exactly. Just need <laughs> to talk to you for a little bit. Just interaction. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> I just need somebody here. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's funny to me how so the city had implement they were going to uh, shut down all of the liquor stores, all the breweries and dispensaries. What was it this past Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. And then democracy in action, everybody flooded all of the stores, and then the government said, "Fucking nope." And <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> they opened yeah. that shit back up. No, what did they think was going to happen? <laughs> People yeah. panicked. Yeah. I love all the stuff yeah. that's coming out about like I survived the Denver. Um, Prohibition 2020, oh. like <laughs> yeah. three, three hours. Three to five yeah, PM. Yeah. yeah we did not hold awesome. up well. Yeah. <laughs> people <laughs> no, panicked. No, we didn't hard. handle that well at all. Yeah. I think people, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to be potentially stuck inside for two to three weeks, uh, are you noticing when people do come in, they're just like stockpiling on stuff? Or is it just like, I'll just have one crawler as a treat? It depends. I think that there's some people that have realized that if they buy too much, they're going to drink too much. So it helps them kind of yeah. regulate. We have a few few regulars that have been coming in and buying three packs and they'll do it like every other day and now they're buying one but yeah. they'll come in every day and buy one is like oh, i'm just drinking too much like, i get it i get it yeah. what else are you supposed to do right yeah, now no, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Corey and i we we've recorded one of these episodes like early in the day it was like probably noon maybe even a little before and i was like we can't do this ever again yeah and now that we don't have anything to do i'm just like well it doesn't fucking we could record this at 8 a.m and i'd feel Time fucking fine about yeah it. what's a day anymore yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. i don't even know what today is honestly yeah, exactly. <laughs> which makes you realize time is just a construct of yeah. man actually yeah. it's the freaking week and baby. Time to have some fun. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's do this. Dan. So speaking of which, uh, we always like to talk about a feature beer, something you guys are proud of, or you know, when people are stopping in to grab something that you'd like them to try. So should we, we make them chug first? Do you want to do the chug first? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get these guys loose. The let's get them loose. So uh, another favorite segment on the show is the most chuggable beer. That's where we have you guys pick something that you'd like to chug. Uh, it seems like you opted for something under eight percent, if I'm correct. We did. Yes. So you're not yeah. going to get that three second boost that a lot of people usually like well not actually nobody's taking us up on that yet but one of these days somebody somebody hopefully will so just one at a time steve will time you and i will do my best to color commentate what's happening for people (laughs) that can't see uh you've both already admitted that you're not good at this uh which is fine (laughs) totally acceptable Uh, who wants to go first i'll do it all right chad we will start the timer cheers Cheers. Cheers, (laughs) not bad Going okay. Going. Yeah. He's got this nice butt plug shaped glass that I think is making it easier to kind of funnel down there. All right. And he's done. That's I think you knocked yourself like all right, so now describe the beer that you just had. So uh, the beer that we just had His eyes are watering (laughs) profusely. Like he just rubbed poison ivy on his face. (laughs) Uh, so this is a small batch. That I brewed uh, like Take a month a ago. We do encourage you to bur- <laughs> we do encourage you to burp. Belchability is a key yeah. part of the chuggable. I picked it because I carved it pretty low, actually, so that nice. helped out a little bit. Strategy, <laughs> uh, but it's just a six percent hazy IPA with Simcoe and Motueka. That's nice. it. It's delicious. That's a lot. Yeah. But keep it simple. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting, tasty. So. Yeah, it is really good. I uh, love the flavor. You were right. It is Thank a little you. lower carbonation. Yeah. Makes a little it easy. easier to chug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll just get a crowler of this to go and chug it on the sidewalk. Do nice. A, do, do a big boy shotgun. There's no laws anymore. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, Alyssa, you're up. Let's see what you got. Oh, okay. I'm not going to be as fast as Chad, but. We'll Give it your good. best shot. 
And here she goes. Pretty good. Oh, we already got a little spillage, so that's okay. You could dump right. the whole beer on yourself, and that would still count. Oh, that uh, yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. The technically, time. That's <laughs> the, that's take a little break, a little pit stop. She's doing fine. It's a good All thing she's right. wearing that so bandana so she can clean herself up it, after. <laughs> My time officially does not look that bad anymore. We did it. <laughs> take deep breaths. Breathe through the nose. Open up the throat. At least that's what oh, they say yeah, in beer fest. <laughs> nice. All right. Wow, that was rough. All right, Alyssa, tell us what you love about that beer. Ooh. Oh, my God. Nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Still got a little left on her lips, saving some for later. Got a good burp in there. Yes. That's good. Yeah. That's what we want. I'm crying right now. Because <laughs> of how great this beer is. Yes. Ooh. Delicious it is. Burp. Um, it's actually super fruity though, it especially is. when you chug it. Yeah, you you get like starburst. Yeah, is what I get. It's super good. good. Yeah, a lot of mango. We <laughs> don't necessarily <laughs> encourage anybody to come in and chug these beers, but Ugh. you can, can get you can get crowlers to go yeah. and take it home. Yeah, chug a crowler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, I did it. <laughs> yes, you did. Congratulations, you nailed it. We're very proud of you. Aren't you glad you came? <laughs> I mean, I, I will be in like three seconds yeah. when, it, when it, the chug starts to set in. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, now yeah, I'm happy. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's kind of the idea. If we get you guys drinking early, it loosens everybody up a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I wasn't even chugging. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you should know that that was not the worst time we've had on here. Yes. Yeah, come on. Give good, yourself nice. a little credit. Woo. Do you want to give them their times? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Alyssa, you came in at 23.85 seconds. <laughs> Respectable, <laughs> under 30. That's good. Uh, Chad, you came in at 8.59. All right. Yes. That's impressive, yeah, man. Yeah. Which is not going to be enough for either of you to crack the leaderboard, but still a fun time had by all. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, was Moss. It's uh, Moss and Skillman right now at the top, right? Yeah, a couple comics. A couple degenerates. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A couple Degen- alcoholic yeah. comics. Yeah. People that respect beer a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less savoring, more chugging. That's kind of how they live their life. So uh, now uh, that we did the chuggable, I do want to talk a little bit about the guest beer so that way we can sip on it a little bit. Not the guest beer, but the feature. Um, so just what do we got in front of us? Uh, but but um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about the beer itself and uh, why you guys picked it. Yeah, so this is our um, Pink Boots Hoppy Hefeweizen, like hazy. It's like a hazy IPA Hefeweizen hybrid beer. Um, we did this in collaboration with Gold Spot Brewing Company. Um, oh, cool. This is our third year to do a collab for Pink Boots Brew Day, which is um, International Women's Day. Um, but, so a bunch of women get together, and in in the beer industry, we all show up and just brew this beer together. And it's really special to me since, obviously, I'm a woman in the industry. Um, I always like to support diversity in the industry in general um and just making a super weird um beer was really exciting uh so it's not your typical hazy ipa it kind of has like a little bit of banana esters to it a little bit more fruity from the yeast as compared to from the hops um we also got a special blend from pink boots society for their um they make a new hot blend every year I can't remember. There's like five hops in it, right? Yeah, it was for this year. It's El Dorado, Amarillo, oh, sorry, El Dorado, Azaka, uh, Idaho Gem, and Laurel. Laurel, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a really cool hot blend. So every mm-hmm. year at GABF, 
the Pink Booth Society holds a hop uh, uh, rubbing uh, seminar, essentially. And they, they, that sounds erotic. Yeah, just it is. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> For uh, people that don't know what that is, to explain yeah. explain what that is. So you take a bunch so of... So it sounds, uh, sounds less hop- like what you would do on a date. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, typically, uh, this one's done all through Yakima Chief Hops, uh, which is out of Yakima, uh, Washington. So they bring in uh, a bunch of really cool hops. Typically, they lean more towards the fruity, tropical, piney side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and away from like the earthy herbal side and then they do hop rubs so they take you take hops and you put them between your hands and you rub them vigorously rub and you create there. heat and that creates a lot of different like aromas uh, that you're going to get out of it something similar well pretty similar to what you're going to get out of the beer in the long run uh, so uh, they do that they usually combine those so they narrow it down I don't know what the actual process is but I'd assume mm-hmm. it's narrowed down to uh probably the top 10 and they really narrow it down to five or under from there mm-hmm. and then they do a blend in certain percentages well, so kind of like yeah. a kind of like a cluster thing yeah, where, yeah essentially yeah. Yeah. make like their own unique hybrid kind yeah, of yeah own unique yeah. Uh, blend and then you get that all separate out into a, a 44 pound box for you so mm-hmm. it's really yeah. cool for those people that don't know a cluster is a hop variety that's like it's older in a sense that it's been around for a while but a lot of that has to do with the fact that anything that was kind of left over from the main drags of what people were harvesting they would kind of just lump it all together so you'd mm-hmm. wind up with a few different hop varieties like in one thing and then they package that mm-hmm. and then it has since turned into I think basically the same blends all the time um, yeah. but it's that yeah. same vein right yep from absolutely same idea yeah, yeah. it's kind of like shake for marijuana yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like <laughs> it's that. whatever's left in the grinder <laughs> yeah. so pelletize at the yeah. end yeah because weed and hops are essentially cousins and yep. all the yeah. same rules still mm-hmm. apply you know the stickier and stinkier the better super similar yeah super similar yeah don't try to smoke the hops unless you have and want to tell us about it I have not. Yeah. But I'd be curious about that. I tried I've to heard smoke stories. coffee beans. I smoked coffee beans one time when I was 12. It didn't and go well. That doesn't I was sound say, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds terrible. How much energy did you get out of it? None. Uh, violent cough. And my, and, my violent dad, cough. and my dad wondered where all the Folgers went. <laughs> <laughs> So with so with this beer, uh, you say you know it's a hazy, an IPA kind of hefe hybrid. Is that mostly because are you using uh, German hefeweizen yeast? Because I'm getting some banana and a little yeah. bit a touch of clove, but like it's not as intense as you would normally get from sure. a traditional hef. Yeah, so we we used um, hefeweizen yeast. Um, I, Calissa and I, the head brewer of Gold Spot Brewing, we actually. S- uh, decided to do a lower fermentation temp uh, than typical with Hefeweizen yeast because we didn't want it to be overwhelming. We wanted it to just be complementary to the whole beer and really let the hops shine. Um, so yeah, it's not overwhelming. It's, I, in my opinion, it's super balanced. It's really good. Um, yeah. I, I love it. I love how it turned out. It's dry um, compared to a lot of hazy IPAs. You get a lot of them that are super sweet. Super juicy. And both Calissa and I are not that kind of brewer. We don't like sweet beer. We like dry, um, clean stuff. So this is our rendition on a hazy IPA. Yeah. So two questions then. Uh, What are the beer styles that you like the most? And what are the styles that you hate the most? Ooh, okay. I love lager. Um, I love to brew lager. I love to drink lager. Um, If I could brew lager every day I totally would what is it about it that you really love um I love that you can drink it at any point in the season and it's delicious um I love that there's so much history behind it uh my my maiden name is Hober which is German um so I have very deep German roots in my family um I really enjoy like a good German pilsner 
Um, it's just so good. Like you can't beat a good. Oh, they're great. Pilsner. Yeah, yeah. you can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. Also um, easier to chug in less than twenty three seconds. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Might have been a different yeah. choice. Well, that's why. I mean, I love even things like a sports beer because you get all those elements of like a stout that you really love, but yeah. it's so much more dry that it Absolutely. just makes it yeah. more drinkable and yeah. more uh, yeah. to me more enjoyable. You don't have like the I can only have one of these feeling afterwards. Exactly. Yep. And with brewing them, like there's not a lot of stuff that you can hide behind, right? Because it's so simple, it's so clean that if you make any mistakes, you're going to be able to taste it in the final beer. Whereas something like, you know, a lactose beer that you can cover up off flavors of sweetness um, is a little bit easier to get away with a lot of things. But clean, clean lagers, you really can't. So and, no lactobacillus my box coming your way yeah, anytime no. soon? Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah, for everybody. All right, so what's the beer style you can't fucking stand? Oh, you know, I, I don't lo- cop out either. Okay, I'm not I'm not a person who usually like doesn't like something when it comes to beer cuz I'll drink everything really. But I found myself getting further and further away from sour beers. Yeah. Um even though I like the Cool Ship Wild Ales, I truly appreciate the process, but I find myself just like not wanting to drink it at all. We we cracked a bottle open last night and I took one sip and I was like, damn, that is fucking sour. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> like, love not what I want. <laughs> yeah. I don't love sour beers either. That's something we've talked about. I, it's it's something about yeah. the set I like I used to love sour stuff when I was a kid and now that mm-hmm. I'm getting older I'm just like not into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh but I mean some sours are still great. I'll still yeah. drink. But like sure. ones that are just like sour, I'm just like no. Well, yeah. it's one of those things to me, like a saison yeast, where if you if it's too intense, then it becomes just the same as every other beer that's using that yeast strain. Uh, like with sours, if it's too intense, it becomes not enjoyable and very like one dimensional. Like exactly. all you can taste yeah. is the burn, all you can taste mm-hmm. is the acid. You can't yeah. really get a whole lot more out of it. Um, so everything still just has to be there in balance. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I would have to say mine is, is lager as well as my favorite beer. More specifically though, I like dark lagers, um, oh, like yeah. anything from Vienna on up to short beers. Um, I just think that it's really fun complexity, but at the same time, it's so easy to drink. So that's my favorite style to drink right now. Mm-hmm. It changes sure. all the time, of course, but, uh, least favorite is probably a Roush beer. Unless it's done really well and it's not very smoky, you don't like tasting like you're chewing on a cigar. No, it's just uh, I just can't get I can't get on board with it. I I appreciate the style, but it doesn't just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. The do guys, ever, oh sorry, go ahead. Did you ever try a beer stats Roush beer though that they I made didn't. with Albear? I didn't. But mm. I know there's some good ones out there because I just had OMF, our mutual friends. Yeah. Uh, they have a, I think, a, a, a smoked Vienna lager, mm. and it's a nice amount of smoke. Yeah. And it's like almost like this really light bacon quality without yeah. being like smoky, which is <laughs> which is weird, but it's really tasty. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't have beer sauce. Oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. 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 So no Roush beers for you guys. No Roush beer. So for two people that absolutely love lagers, do you hate that most of the people that come in here just want sweet beers? Uh, They're both looking at each other reluctantly. Honestly, I don't know. You don't want to knock your customers, but you have thoughts about it. So (laughs) our customers like sweet beers, yes, but we tend to brew, I'd say, drier beers in general. Um, The majority of our board's menu tends to lean dry. Mm -hmm. And... When we like we, we look at our sales records all the time, and sometimes like Pilsner is always number two or number three, mm-hmm. sometimes number one, but it's always right there. Um, Vienna is too, and it's pretty. It's a pretty dry. 
beer, a Vienna mm-hmm. lager, and uh, our Swatch is actually pretty dry too, our American IPA, which sits up there. So I think that people will drink our drink across the menu, but but yeah, I mean, we, I would love to have a lager. <laughs> if we had more tanks, we'd have more lagers. Let's put yeah. it like that. I no, mean, lagers. I've always kind of prided <laughs> myself on the fact that I can brew styles mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily want to drink. I'm, I'm like a well-rounded brewer i guess like i i drink pilsner every day but i can also make a really good like fruited sweet sour you know what i mean so it's in you know i and i never try to knock anybody for what they like that's our job don't worry about it no that's yeah Yeah, we'll do that it's like uh like i don't like i like to do stand-up i can do improv but you better believe i'm also gonna make fun of doing improv sure yeah 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 well, for me, I mean, I think a winter warmer is straight garbage. I hate all of them for the most part. Just oh, like yeah. too much Super spice. spice. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, about yeah. that just either. Like, yeah, high, yeah, just too much. I don't need the holidays in my mouth yeah. like that. No, yeah. it's not good. So I don't particularly yeah, he, care he for He means those. in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> holidays in my mouth. Holidays. All right. So another fun segment that we really love to do is, and it's a little cathartic for the brewers and the people that work here, is bad reviews. Oh yeah, uh, we very, love them. Love it. Very Ready. similar style to um, <laughs> when people read mean tweets. Uh, we just we know that most people, well, a lot of people are idiots, and they just post things on the internet without giving any consideration to being open to the public and just being trash humans. It's most so. of my Facebook feed, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Do you want to go first? Uh, Hold on. Alyssa, read this. uh, Do me a favor. Read this one at the top. Feel free to read their name because they posted it on the internet. The number of stars and then the the review. It's the one at the top. Okay. Ariel Barnett said one star. Oh, wait. I lost it. Um, Bartenders were unenthusiastic, dry, and not good at posing as hipsters. Posers. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. Great. Posing as hipsters? What does that even mean? I don't know. You tell us what you think. (laughs) To be fair, you weren't good at posing. It's kind of a double negative, meaning you're kind of good at posing. You're... You're, uh, you're hipsters just, like, because the key yeah. to being a hipster is like you're trying but you're not kind of yeah. that's yeah. the whole that's the whole aesthetic yeah right. I don't know like I really pride ourselves at Jagged as having like fucking awesome bartenders oh, you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. our bartenders are are really good and I've worked at a few breweries where they've maybe you know not wanted to be there most days but all of our bartenders love yeah. working here. They've worked here. Most of them have worked here for multiple years. And so I think that's a testament. Yeah. But yeah. Is there a, you, uh, Ariel. Is there a minimum <laughs> tattoo requirement to work here? No. Uh, I uh, think you have to must, have one, though. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You have to I mean, have come one. on. At least one. So the truth comes out. How many? Does everybody have to have a mustache or a beard that works here? <laughs> well, no. some, Alyssa's growing one in yeah, pretty strong. I, right? I, been, She's been inside a lot. Man, uh, I've been working on one and. Uh, you know, it's just it's not, not it's not happening. It's, it's encouraged, though. It's encouraged, though. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. Yeah, you got to have an aesthetic here. I get it. Totally. Well, I have hipster. I have I have tattoos. In a, you have okay, no, you have go. zero hipster in it. Nobody I'm thinks a, you're hip oh, at all. Oh, whatever, dude. I'll talk about Boney Fair for the next 20 minutes on this podcast. Don't he actually brought his record collection because oh, he's been great. dying to talk yeah. about it. Chad, I'm going to have you read that one on mm. the top there. He, uh... Ian Hardinger, uh, three stars. I went here a couple years back and was underwhelmed at the qual- at the beer quality. Womp womp. Some had putrid flavors, 
and or taste and seemed under attenuated. I've heard this place has made some great strides as of late, so need need to get back and give it another try for now that they, well, give it another try now that they maybe have a better quality control. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. My, so is putrid uh, what yeah. you're going for sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, that's a... That's it's a, a hop we use. Yeah, it's a unique reaction <laughs> that we want people to have. Yeah. My question yeah. is, who goes on years later from their experience and leaves a review? Yeah. They've been lingering. Yeah. They've been sitting on this yeah. for time. Yeah. The time. They have a notes folder just full of bad reviews. They're just waiting to post. It yeah. Up. They just haven't gotten around to. That's it yet. crazy. Yeah. It's because they're quarantined in their house and yeah. they're like, oh, now is yeah. time. This is the to post review all was left six months about ago. A year ago. Oh, okay. Like really? <laughs> yeah. A year ago. It was left a year ago, Future. meaning this was three years ago that this person <laughs> was here. Then I'm going to go write a review for the Old Spaghetti Factory, yes. even though they've been closed <laughs> for years and years. I'm going for it. Yeah. That's insane. That's yeah, people are ridiculous. All right. Uh, another one. Top of the top of the screen there. All right. Rob R. Three stars. Fun place, comma. Raspberry Saison. Very good. All right. Very close to Coors Field. Lost two stars because you don't answer email. <laughs> oh, two <laughs> stars. Two stars. Started exactly Man. that way. If you didn't answer two his facts, it would have been two or three stars. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize emails were worth two stars. Yeah, man. I don't think emails are worth one star. And who no. emails a brewery? Like, what, First of all, what was he emailing about? Yeah. Right. Hey, how coming in with Coors Field? We don't have. We have a blackberry season. I know, and I don't. Yeah, we've never made a raspberry. Hey, I'm coming in in an hour. I know this email is going to go to your junk folder, but (laughs) I'd appreciate it if you got back to me asap about something that doesn't particularly matter. A pending review. I will threaten to take off two stars if you don't answer. Yeah, this guy like two years ago was like, "I'm social distancing now. I want my own table. Yes, (laughs) I'll be in there in an hour. Like to reserve a table for one." And nobody talked to me. Oh, uh, let's see. Here's a good one. Now, granted, this one is from uh, this one is from four years ago. Ooh, dig deep. I like it. Well, it was pretty easy to find. It just kind of popped up. <laughs> <laughs> that is it? Ooh, I believe this this one has a story behind it. <clears throat> oh hell yes! It the was beer do- was good. It was a dark they night. Let dogs inside, in all caps, by the way, the tap room. <laughs> Which I think is never okay again in all caps, uh, with the exception of service animals. I generally try to curb my disdain. Disdain? I think it's supposed to be distance. But these dogs were loud and obnoxious, barking insanely. Uh, seriously, people, dogs are not people. Train them and leave them at home. Dogs. Denver's reputation as dog-friendly has gone too far. So one star. Chad doesn't know one how to star. say. One star. Two Ch- stars. Ch- Actually, you give us two stars. One star for Chad. He doesn't know how to say disdain. Uh, <laughs> I've never, yeah, (laughs) apparently not. Apparently not. Disdain. To be fair, I do think they spelled it wrong. It does look like they spelled it wrong. All right, that's fair. Okay. I wasn't looking at it. it. Some vowels. Have you guys heard some of these before, by the way? I feel like we've all read all of them. We've gone through them. We ignore some of them. There's some great ones in there. So you want to hear a story about that one? Can you tell us why you hate dogs? Go ahead. So, dogs and This might be the reason that. Uh, Denver breweries are actually allowed to be open to serve beer right now. So, I thought you were going to say why Denver breweries can't have dogs anymore. Yeah. Both. Right. So, Both. Uh, yeah. so okay. that review led to a complaint to the health department. 
because at that time, Denver breweries were allowed to have dogs inside because right. we didn't have any food, right? Right, where I make it food. So that complaint led to the health department, and that health department complaint led to them making a rule to consider us a part of, uh, basically under jurisdiction of the FDA, and consider us portion food when you pour a beer out of a tap. So you pour a beer out of a faucet, it's considered portion food. So as of right now, we kind of fall into the same jurisdictions jurisdictions as restaurants so we can do to-go food which is to-go beer if we didn't have that we might not be able to be open so the whole and this went like on nine news Kyle Clark called us out unfortunately on it but (laughs) we had a dog in the brewery it was barking somebody complained we got in trouble for it and ultimately got everybody shut down. Wait, Kyle Clark. So, sorry, everybody, but Kyle might Clark be the got open, involved yeah. in right. this. I've, did. I've did. personally did, met yes. Kyle Clark's dog before yeah. and in a brewery, yeah. actually. Is it a porter or something like that? I think something, his dog's name yeah, is Porter. Yeah. Some kind of beer name. Yeah. It's surprising yeah. that he reported so, yeah, I met Kyle Clark's dog. Right I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dig pretty crazy because I also like, I understand for health reasons, but I love dogs and it's like, I don't like. I would rather hear a dog bark than a kid scream. Right. Any day. Same. Any day. Oh, yeah. And you I can't so. change that. Steve no. tries to yeah. make it but sound like this is a reoccurring segment like other people bring up, but Steve just hates children. Is essentially <laughs> I hate, what I do. I hate them I all. I figured out from like eight podcast episodes is that Steve hates kids. Because yeah. he's always like, this comes kids. up all the time. I'm like, no, you bring it up all the time. I hate kids. <laughs> it does oh, yeah, come up. Kids. No, it comes up all the time. It's it's a very common topic. All right. Uh, that's fair. I but also like hate it. children. So. Yeah. yeah. Get him, get him out you. of here. And yeah. dogs, apparently. God, you met Kyle Clark's dog. What's he like? What's <laughs> he's so cute. He's yeah, like this short cool little corgi-looking dog. I don't know. He's really cute. But yeah, Kyle Clark, it's got to be on our side, man. I don't mind dogs being yeah. in a brewery, but it's like anybody else. I would expect that an adult that doesn't know how to behave themselves gets kicked out of a brewery. For sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah, to deal yeah. with entitled adults more than you have to deal with whiny dogs. Absolutely. Yep. Those guys are trash. All right. We're going to do one more. Let's see if I can find it. Ah, here we go. Said a nice little comment about this. John Ward, one star. Anybody named John Ward's a douche. Fake right Never off, good. Right yeah. up Real or fake? I'm not really sure. Uh, wife and I went for a beer. Like he's married. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, John. <laughs> Sat at the bar and received no acknowledgement. We found menus, picked our beer choice, no acknowledgement, waited for one of the two bartenders working for quite a while, still no acknowledgement. One minute. (laughs) Bar seats cleaned out. There was only us and a few other people at the bar and still no acknowledgement. He's really concerned about this acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't get a lot of attention in his <laughs> no, life. No. He probably gets what we've he's suffering right now. He probably feels like a state of comedian during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly doesn't get any attention from his fake wife. <laughs> oh, and this is the best part. Young, pretty girl came up to the bar and instantly received attention. We got up and left. Still no acknowledgement. We'll never go back. So my one takeaway from that review was, John, just be hotter, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Put on some makeup, yeah. you know, lipstick just might help a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. This sounds like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> just can't get acknowledged. Sorry about it. <laughs> 
just looking for attention in your life, oh, not man. dolling yourself up before hitting the town. Like that's fucked up. Yeah. That's on you. Damn. I feel like that needs to be a beer name now. No acknowledgement. No acknowledgement. <laughs> that's a, good one. <laughs> that's a like, great beer name. Please, <laughs> yeah, I like Trademark. that a lot too. Jack. Now, I mean, the question has to be asked: Do you guys serve people based on order of hotness? I think that's an honest and fair <laughs> thing to ask somebody. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. It's a good thing we chugged that beer at the beginning. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you want more attractive people in your brewery instead of just having a bunch of uggos hanging around with full beers? I mean, and and like, if this is like small town, sure. This is downtown Denver, baby. Yeah. This is where the 10s and 11s come to. We're here to see see and be seen we got a hot beer tender here that's just waving at people out of the window i'm talking about chad yep that's <laughs> me. Yeah. I know. look at this table here Lord. just standing outside standing in front of the window with his pants yeah. off yeah. waiting to greet people yeah. and acknowledge them <laughs> oh man i like it yeah. i like it a lot uh so well, uh, <laughs> I know we had talked a little bit about what you guys are doing for other work, but can you think of a time uh, your your worst job might have been the job you were you had right before you got into the beer industry, but something yeah, that saving like, animals, yeah, terrible job, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> but what's the? Can you think of like the worst job that you've ever had? Oh man, okay. Um, my actually, my first job, I was working for an Italian deli. I used to live in Texas, by the way, so. Uh, Italians in Texas is already a weird thing, right? Um, Italian deli, I was this like young 17-year-old girl, super shy, didn't want to talk to anybody. And these Italians are just yelling at me all day, answer the phone, make the sandwiches. Like it it was a little nuts. You know Um, how Italians are. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. They called uh, marinara gravy, and I got really confused by that. Um, I would say it turkeys. was the it wasn't the worst job, but it was uh, it was an eye opener as a young seventeen year old Texan. So mm-hmm. yeah, gravy, yeah. gravy. I think I've heard it called that before, and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gravy is something you put on mashed potatoes. That's exactly, yeah. especially yeah. as a, a southerner, you're like, yeah. there's no fucking gravy here. <laughs> if you called a pizza place and asked them to put gravy on your pizza, they'd look at you like a psychopath. Yeah, like, this yep. guy definitely has people in his basement. Yeah, yeah. I could see green chili being called a gravy, but not marinara. I know, it's so weird. Italians. 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 Terrible people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you already here first. Uh, actually, probably not first. But <laughs> <laughs> not first. I, think, I think there's been some talk of that in the past. Yeah, Columbus, <laughs> yeah, Columbus was a real dick. Uh, but he was Spain, right? Wasn't he Spaniard? Yeah. He was. He was Spaniard. Yeah. I think, Same thing. I actually just Same thing. Yeah, great segue. I actually just saw <laughs> a note that uh, the city of Denver, I think, actually got rid of Columbus Day as a national holiday. Yeah, as a, as a holiday. Uh, Mother Cabrini oh, Day. Is Mother Cabrini. Who the fuck really? is Mother Cabrini? <sighs> to be honest, I don't really know, but I know that she has. If you drive up by 70, she's got that statue oh, like yeah. right on the other oh, side yeah. of the hog basket. All right, I'll drink to that. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers to Cheers. women. <laughs> Unless it's a weird man named Mother. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, Joe, what do you got? What's your worst job? Uh, fresh out of high school, I was... Uh, working at a uh, manufacturing, a, a place where they manufactured um, like partitions and push bars and roll bars for all the police vehicles all around the base of the world. It's the only company that manufactures 
any of those parts. And I spent like four months during one summer just scraping hot pl plasma welds off um, with just sandpaper, uh, basically off of the plasma cutter. So these huge sheets would come off after they'd cut out their templates. And they need to sand them down. I just had to sit there and sand them oh. down all summer long. Damn. I just tore my hands up. I feel like Damn. I'm talking to Mike Rowe right yeah. now. <laughs> it was hard. 30 jobs. It was, it, yeah, yeah. It was definitely some bitch work, but that's all right. Yeah, did I you have to inseminate it. turkeys in another part of your life as well? Like another dirty no. job? No. <laughs> to crawl in a sept tank at yeah. any point? <laughs> the inspiration for our next beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, with, yeah, that was fun. With Italian gravy. <clears throat> Italian gravy, really nice i mean he helped a lot of cops out which depending on your view on cops could be considered dirty yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair uh so what i know um you guys have a great social media presence Alyssa. you've got over thirty-three thousand followers on instagram chad how many do you have <laughs> a, a fraction of that 33 a fraction of that <laughs> I have like over a thousand. That's good. Maybe. That's still a solid I might, number. I don't yeah. actually know, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say that's respectable. As as <laughs> yeah, yeah. How the hell did that even happen? Like where you just get to? Th I, I mean, because we're always trying to figure out, and I know everybody else is right now, trying to figure out how to get more followers to pay attention to whatever yeah. bullshit they're making on we Instagram. Have right now, two hundred and twenty-nine yeah. followers. <laughs> yeah. Tell us oh, what guys. to do. <laughs> Dude, I, and so many people ask me this, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I just put my face in every picture, and somehow it gets likes. <laughs> well, if we're using Steve's, we're never going to get any followers. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. I had to... Uh, people are unfollowing you. <laughs> Here's a picture. This one, my face isn't in that one. But are I, you just going to prove to us now that you're a socially I'm gonna, acceptable I'm going person? to explain to everybody listening to a podcast about each one of my individual Instagram posts. Okay? And then look for feedback. Here's a statue of a boy fucking a turtle. I thought that was mother whatever. That's great content. <laughs> That's great content. <laughs> mother Cabrina. That's the statue. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, still I don't know. a better it's... day than well, do you, I mean, so how much of your life do you spend like thinking about? Because um, you're in a unique position where you're a head brewer at a great brewery in town, but you've also got an individually huge social media following. So how do you balance like promoting Jagged and what you're doing, promoting the beer industry, and then also like you as a person? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just kind of all mesh it together a little bit. Um, it's just part of my working life, I think, at this point. I used to spend a lot more time stressing and thinking about Instagram stuff, um, but now I've kind of taken a step back and decided to concentrate more on my personal life rather than Instagram sure. life. Um, would, you, would you have called yourself an influencer? I, I think that word has a negative connotation to it sure. so i don't I like it, to say I that think it does but too but i don't know why necessarily yeah like if you're in like because the thing is like i feel like people are often often like influencing like i'm rich and go to the beach yeah yeah, yeah. influence you to do the same but it's like if you're influencing like normal stuff like who For cares sure. then right? why is yeah. that bad yeah, yeah right. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i think part of what um, gets conflated with influencers now, especially in the beer industry, and I guess in any industry, is the fact of like how much of what you're promoting is a genuine part of your mm -hmm. life, right? Or yeah. is this all just for likes? Is it all right. just for followers? Because sure. to me, um, and this was, I kind of segues into another thing I wanted to talk about was like beer influencers now, um, a lot of it tends to be like weird pictures of uh, you're not even really drinking beer or reviewing beer or talking about it. It's just 
taking pictures of beer in weird places yeah. or just, just like a, on the beach. Just or, a beer yeah. sitting on your Peloton machine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I was going to ride today. But, and the reason I bring that up is just because I think a lot of what makes the craft beer industry so great is the fact that it's genuine. And yeah. that's what people like about it is mm-hmm. that it's real people, real ingredients, it's a hometown feel. And real whenever- people, real ingredients, Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Straight from the commercials. Uh, sounds familiar. Uh. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Papa John's. <laughs> If only. <laughs> Papa John, they're trying to stay in business right now, too. Yeah. <laughs> they might be doing okay, actually. They offer delivery. Yeah, pick yeah. up a delivery pizza from Papa John's and a to-go crowler from Jagged Mountain. Oh, we can have that. Oh, if yeah. only. A real one, I two, mean, punch. I would be the sounds best like we, partnership. But sounds like you got to start answering your emails. Yeah. 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 yeah, if you answer, answer a couple emails, emails maybe yeah. this wouldn't be happening. <laughs> yeah, i, I, I got to check that info out. <laughs> but in essence, it uh, the influencer thing conflates or just, I don't know, misconstrues the, how much of this is genuine? Like how mm-hmm. much is it, do you actually care about beer or do you just like the attention that you mm-hmm. get from um, promote, like just posting about rare beers or being in cool places? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, that kind of misinterprets like what the industry is all about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I feel personally, I try to make every single post really genuine. Anything that, uh, I mean, maybe the pictures, of course, are always generally staged i'm never like unless somebody else is taking a photo of me i'm like posing with something brewing i know the camera's there um but anything i type out is always super genuine what i'm thinking about that day um and how i feel about the industry and i think that stands out i think you know all these craft beer influencers if you want to call them that um, I think I'll play a part into the world that is craft beer. And just because I post stuff about brewing in the beer industry doesn't mean somebody else who's posting about like what they're drinking that day isn't as valid. You know sure. what I mean? Does it matter to you if somebody seems to be blatantly kind of putting out like a thirst trap post and then they just have a beer like in the thirst picture? Thirst trap for beer? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But um. Yeah. Come on. That could also be another a, beer name. Another beer There's name. Trap. There's trap. I have a feeling yeah. that's already taken, it but uh, there's trap and acknowledge. Can I offer you? A, can I offer you another name for a beer? Yeah, Kyle Clark's dog. Kyle yeah. Clark's dog. <laughs> we don't know his name, but we're gonna name it Kyle Clark's dog. That would 100 percent make it on the news. That so. was something yeah. that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way about mm-hmm. certain accounts. Was that I know that there's people that are genuinely great beer enthusiasts. They might also happen to be um, attractive people or mm-hmm. whatever, and that's great. That's cool. It's fine. But then there's another element to it where it's like this seems kind of like old school Corona Budweiser tactics. Yeah, where they just like make boobs co- and beer, right? They make mm-hmm. cardboard cutouts of girls in bikinis to yeah. sell beer, and they just put it in a store. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'd always I've always frowned upon that because it's like you're trying to motivate people for the wrong reasons which is again to me anti-craft so I don't know if that do you have any thoughts about that I I've kind of always taken the stance of you know I I know a lot of these girls personally just being in the Instagram world and I'm always under the thought of if you have a body where you're able to like and you're confident enough to show yeah. that off, yeah, yeah. then like, fuck, more power to you. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, like, the viewers are going to know the difference between my content and their content. Um, obviously, I'm not doing that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. You just have to know 
the audience that you're aiming for and the people that you're talking to. Yeah, ultimate, and this is, comes down to most of most decisions in life, right? It just comes down to dis- sincerity. You know, for sure. how do you feel? Why? What's motivating you to make the decision that you are? Uh, is it an egotistical thing where mm-hmm. you're just using an industry where it's full of people that are just like. I don't know, just want to like, uh, they want to look at girls in a bikini or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're just, it's under the guise of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if that's the case, I don't like that as much, but if you yeah. also happen to be somebody that is attractive and you love beer and you know stuff about it and you're just enthusiastic about the business, like mm-hmm. then there's obviously, obviously nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and nobody knows that other than the people that are taking the action. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to have all voices like the craft beer industry and the people that drink craft beer are so diverse, right? And we should rep, be able to represent each side in that. Yeah. And if whether it's like a hot girl on Instagram, you know, showing off her amazing tits with beer, like that's cool. But you or also it's have. Corey. To- <laughs> <laughs> what I was really trying to get to with this is I want to see more neck beards and bikinis. I, I mean, want to yeah. see. And there are accounts like that. I you just have to really search for it. In banana hammocks, yep. drinking half of Eisen's. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hoppy Hoppy Sloppy account is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. a uh, play on Hoppy Floppy, which if if you ever search her account, um, but yeah, <laughs> Hoppy Sloppy is a good one. That's cool. Um, nice. So like we've that. got four dudes here. We've got lots of beer. Yeah. And if anybody's got a camera, I mean, I think we could ha- set up a photo shoot right after this I mean, podcast. I've got, <laughs> yes, I've got a phone. Yeah, we all have phones. Have Thank phone. you, Steve. Your contributions are invaluable. Here's, here's kind of something crazy that I, I feel like I have to explain. Is like yes, back please. in like the late 1800s, Alexander Graham Bell <laughs> invented uh, a, a thing called the phone. It was like two pieces, and now it has a camera on it. Whoa! They're the same. They're the same thing, really. Though. Yeah. Mind blown. I know, right? <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. Uh, one thing we like to talk about here is uh, you know, technological advancements over the last 200 some years. Great segment. But also, uh, we th- we think that you know the vibes of each brewery are very important to like what makes the experience the experience, mm-hmm. and that has to do with a lot of the people. And we wonder like we like to talk a lot about like I'm a big fan of different kinds of music. We always wonder what you guys are listening to when you're brewing when nobody's really around. Ooh. I mean, that's oh. always changing. I know. That, that speaker back there is always bumping out something different. <laughs> Such a, uh, it could yeah. be It could be Britney. Yeah. One day. Spears? It, yeah. Nice. Who, yeah. What other Britney, bitch? Yeah, there's only one. <laughs> there's there's a lot of Britney. <laughs> there's a lot of Britney. There's um, one fucking Britney. Bullshit. Yeah. If she wanted to go by Britney, her, she, her name would have never been Do you know Britney somebody Spears. named Oprah O'Brien? There's yeah. no other. <laughs> there Oprah, is no which other. No, you made that name up. That's different. <laughs> Could that be another uh, name for a beer? But it can also be some metal. It's every day oh, is yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's usually your your phone playing on your speaker. So you, you tell them you tell <laughs> yeah. them what's on your playlist. Right All right. Now. So if it's a brew day, I get in my car and I blast some kind of metal. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, usually chemists. Let's be honest, because the they're the brewers metal. They're, brewers yeah, they're metal. the brewers metal. So okay. I blast them. Really sucks into the beer. Day. That's right. Yeah. The vibrations really yeah. shake the better. fermenters the yeah. right way. Yeah. But then I come in here and I realize, okay, not everybody wants to listen to like some hardcore metal, right? Uh, so I either switch over to those yeah, guys are some, fake hipsters. Yeah. Those guys yeah. fucking <laughs> suck. 
somebody wrote a review about that once. Um, so yeah, it's either it's anywhere from uh, '90s pop, Britney, to like I don't know, I don't even Maybe know. Like it's just all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Black Keys, I like to play a lot. Um, right. Lake Street Dive, I'm really into. Always good. Yeah. Always good. Also a great um, live show. I also like to listen to 90s country every once in a while. Red right, Dirt Music Country. You had me hook, line, and sinker all the way up to I that I am point. Texan, so I know, you got to expect that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. What, all right, so what's the country band or the country musician that you like the most? Ooh, okay. I'm always you know have a have a thing for george Strait just because i mean no matter how old he gets he's always sexy <laughs> more of a dixie chicks man myself uh, yeah. dixie chicks is always solid i got drunk tailgating at a uh, tim mcgraw concert and i never i didn't go to the concert no. <laughs> I, I lived right by my life stadium and we just walked to the parking lot and got real drunk for free you know just, oh it was bad we stole some construction cones on the way home, it was dumb. Just showed up for the vibe, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I and broke my thumb that night. Yeah. Sword fighting with construction cars. <laughs> I feel like that's not unusual for that kind of crowd, though. It wasn't a Tom Jones concert, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a it's NASCAR unusual, kind of vibe, though. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to do the line after your bad joke. Okay, go ahead. It's not unusual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get out of here, um, just tell us a little bit about like what Jagged's all about. What's your guys' aesthetic? You know, what are you striving for here? Um, maybe like what's something that you guys do differently than other people, and a reason for people to come by and check you out, um, see Chad with his pants off, um, <laughs> and help support you guys during this yeah. time. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, we were. This is not going to separate us much. We're a lot like a lot of Colorado breweries. We have this very outdoors adventure theme to us, right? There's a lot Aspen of mountain trees. stuff going on. There yeah, are but, fake Aspen trees in the, in the tap room. But yeah, you know, we try to really live the the kind of, ad, our motto is adventurous beer. We try to kind of live that as much as we can. All of us are, are into getting outside and biking and hiking and climbing and exploring. So we really try to push that through when we're, brewing our beers as well so our beers you know we always try to take the extra step to make something a little bit more unique than the next person in line something that kind of sets us apart um but our vibe here is essentially that but located downtown denver uh in an urban environment so we have uh you know brick building from the early 1900s that we uh i think it's a pretty cozy warm atmosphere to come into uh we have a nice big bar to hang out at when we're open for that again hopefully <laughs> soon yeah uh, we'll serve you a pint of beer, but yeah, we just try to r make some really adventurous, really cool beers and try to, uh, uh despite all those Yelp reviews, uh, offer something really cool. So yeah. <laughs> a great atmosphere, great environment. And yeah, it's, it's kind of our, our, I've, I've heard it. I would, I'll credit this to Jordan Fink, but it's a uh, third space, which is, you know, you have your, your home and your work is space one and two and third space is somewhere you need to get away from all that. Yeah. And we consider ourselves that. So mm -hmm. we take a lot of pride in what we do here for that. And that's, uh, that's Jagged Mountain in a nutshell. Nice. Well, yeah. for what it's worth, you guys did have like 4.5 stars overall and like over yeah. 400. <laughs> yeah, so we damn right. Yeah, but who wants to hear about all the good shit? You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys get along with the uh, the axe throwing place upstairs? Hell yeah. Those guys oh, are yeah. awesome. That rules. Yeah, that, it's so much fun. Half <laughs> of our bartenders that work here also work upstairs. So oh, that's also, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do they ever overlap and people just start bringing axes down to the <laughs> <laughs> No. No. 
Do they have a bar upstairs? You guys have yeah. the ice picks in your logo. Do you guys ever go upstairs and throw those? You know oh, what? We have it. Yeah, we need to sharpen some up a little bit. I yeah, know. Really good stick. We got to write a book yeah. on the oh, yeah. there. Yep. They're yeah. out. Very yeah, nice. we should sharpen a few of those up. That'd be pretty fucking cool. That <laughs> reminds me of a party in college where we were just hanging out, and then my buddy said, Hey, I got blackout the other night and ordered a whole case of swords if you guys want to play <laughs> Wait, with what? us. Yeah. Dang. There's another yeah. beer named Case of Swords. Case of Swords. It was like a late night QVC purchase, and they showed up in the mail the day we were having this party, and he's Mm -hmm. like, uh... Do you guys want to play with some swords? <laughs> and you're well, like, absolutely. Yeah, of course, why the fuck not? I mean, the that's... thing is, is QVC was selling them by the case. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Uh, what could possibly go wrong yeah. with beer and swords? Uh, yeah. yeah. Alyssa, anything you wanna anything you wanna touch on about the beers you make and just the space in general or the brewery? Yeah, I'll kind of echo what Chad said. I've always felt like, I mean, I've only worked here for a little over a year, but I've always felt like Jagged Mountain is a home in the midst of a downtown city. Um, You know, obviously there's so much going on around us, but you walk into Jagged and it's chill, it's relaxed. It's somewhere that you can just hang out. And that's what I've always loved about it. Um, I think our beers are diverse. I try to brew a beer for every person that walks into the door and I, I don't know if a lot of other breweries can say that, um, but yeah, I really love it here, and I think everybody else that comes in does too. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Cool. Anything you guys want to plug before we uh, get you on out of here? To go beer. To yeah, go beer. Yeah. Not only get some crawlers. Yeah, from all of your all of the breweries out there. Everybody's in the mm-hmm. same boat we are right now. Everybody's struggling. It is tough times. Unfortunately, we're probably going to lose some some breweries after this is all said and done. Yeah, but I've heard of a couple struggling. Yeah, it, it's getting tough out there. So the more that people can go out there, uh, if you have money to spend, uh, and if you have, uh, if you want to buy some craft beer, come and support craft breweries because it's pretty important right now. Yeah. yeah, come get some stuff from these yeah. guys. The beers are fantastic. The people are cool. Yeah, uh, what about you, Corey? You got any shows coming up? You want to plug? <laughs> I might have something coming down the pipeline that I can't actually announce yet, but uh, yeah. I asked about shows. Kind of, sort of. Okay. That was Corey's going to get everybody so, sick. So that fucking <laughs> flopped. Uh, thanks, Steve. Really appreciate the comment at the end. We were uh, ending on a high note, and then you ruined it. Hey, listen. So. I, wow. I thought it was going pretty well until you decided that you wanted to hint at something and not say it full out. That's called a tease, you moron. Anyway... <laughs> We're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. We Thank really you for listening to, yeah. to the wonderful people at Dragon Mountain, myself being great, and Corey David being a fucking idiot. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>